now in high definition, you are watching VidGoal. From Setsukan. This is the Congoer. Features. Good evening, Congoer, and this is Alicia. I'm here with Taylor and Dave Lister from Studio Nasu. Yay! <laughs> so, um, I heard that you guys were working on a really awesome project for Oticon. What is it? And let us tell us about Why it. Did you hear this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so we're, we are making the uh, first ever, at least to my knowledge, uh, anime convention video game. Uh, it's called Crisis Heart Brawlers Clash at Oticon. And it is an old school style uh, beat em up game like Scott Pilgrim, uh, River City Ransom, Final Fight, Double Dragon, Ninja Turtles, and I could go on and on. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be fun. I was really surprised when I saw it on Kickstarter that you guys reached a goal and you passed the goal too. I was, that was pretty awesome, like you guys made it. I was going to donate, but then like it was over at the time. Uh, I keep hearing that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we have had a crazy successful uh, Kickstarter. It actually went way, way better than I ever could have hoped. Um, I, uh, I started out like, well, let's, uh, let's make a game with uh, Lee over at New York Comic Con, uh, who represented Oticon. We were just hanging out, and we had been talking about making a game for a while, and I kept having other contracts, and it just so happened that we had just finished up uh, production with uh, the Pony Guys on Cloudberry Kingdom, um, which is another fun game that's going to be on Steam in April. Um, actually, it'll be on all consoles in April. Okay. But uh, so we decided, well, let's make like a big game and, and see if you know people want it, and we have a, you know pretty large pool of people to, to see and let the fans decide. And we were shooting for like a, a very modest uh, 20,000 and we made 168% of our goal. So I guess people want it. And now I'm, I'm actually getting uh, emails almost daily from people saying, hey, is it too late to get on board? So I'm, I'm thinking that we might actually, I, actually I think we decided at the meet, at the uh, panel today that we'll, we're gonna do another one, just a small one, like $500 just so that people can get on board who missed out on some of the rewards and everything. Um, and then that's just going to be more funding to make Yeah, that's better. the unfortunate thing with Kickstarter. You, you're, you have a certain goal. I know like there's another type of Kickstarter, I don't know the name of it, that the pa that you can, it can keep going past mm -hmm. the date and mm -hmm. you can, the goals or whatever. I forgot the name of it. Well, Indigo I think, or something? I think the date's important though um, because you, uh, you can set your date very long. You can set it for 60 days, you can set it for 30 days, you can set it for two days. 30 seems to be statistically their sweet spot, but um, it sets a, a period that allows people to, you know, to get on board uh, while not really being... Like, it, the 30-day window both instills a sense of urgency, um, like, and, and that makes it feel more exclusive. The rewards are more valuable. It's, it's like a, it, it makes the backers feel good to have backed and they feel part of something. And it's... That's one of the reasons we decided on using Kickstarter is because of the community that we built. And we really played it up with the website and the chat. And uh, I remember watching the, the clock tick down. We had a, a chat room uh, with some of our voice actors and, and the programmers and artists and uh, all of our backers. And you could almost not even read the chat. It was going so fast. Oh, wow. But the 30-day uh, the limit also gets you the money in a, a reasonable time frame so that we can actually get working on the game, too, without just, you know, that. And, it, it, I think it's a good system. It worked out pretty well, and we were blown away by the response we got. It's, it's extremely humbling to see that number like, 
like going up, up, up. Like, what is happening? Oh my gosh, you guys love us. Wow, ah, I'm not worthy. It's 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 a very humbling kind of kind of freaky experience. I remember you watching actually the uh, with me the Kickstarter. We were talking on the phone when it was about like nineteen uh, thousand, and uh, what what happened after that? Like, I think I was actually the first one that saw it break twenty. Yeah. <clears throat> I was in the Apple Store in Albuquerque. And we just happened to go look at the Kickstarter and it said like 19.4 or something. And we had maybe four or five days to go. And I thought, oh, cool, like we're going to make it. Then I clicked refresh and it was something crazy like 24 or something. Oh, wow. Someone dropped a massive. We had, we had a whole bunch of uh, press go through at the same time. Uh, Jen over at Oticon um, managed to get a, a couple of really big um, sponsor level uh, tiers and uh, from other cons and, and dealers. And uh, our, uh, our friend Martin LK over at uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series posted a hilarious trailer. And then uh, I think ANN also made a news post. So like the combination of everything at once, just everything came flooding in at once. It was, it was, it was a crazy last weekend. It must be amazing that the whole convention community, you know, <clears throat> came in together to help fund this, you know, really cool idea. Like, you don't hear that, like, oh, my favorite con, Otacon's going to have a video game. Guys, come on, do this. I also think it's pretty cool that you actually, the voice actors get to play themselves, you know. <laughs> yeah, there, we're going to try and, like, stuff all of the tropes, uh, the, all of them. All the little things that you uh, you experience at a con, the good, the bad, everything that makes you laugh, the the fat cosplayer dude wearing a Sailor Moon costume, yeah. uh, running into an escalator and it's not working, uh, <laughs> the fire alarm pole will be in the game, ice oh, cold water guy, chair. everything. Chair is actually <laughs> a very little known, no, chair is Otakon, it, it's a very little known uh, Otakon meme I was that there most of the, the staff, <laughs> most of the staff know what it means, um, and it'll be there, and awesome. it'll be, I don't want to give it away, it'll, it'll be the inside joke for the, the people that it's near and dear to, and it, it, no, if you know, then, then great, like, um, we'll, we'll explain a little, we'll hint at it in the game, just from that, it'll, it'll get out, and people start, well, what is this, oh, wait, you know, so. <laughs> it's like you're a true Otakon fanatic, if you know about Chair, the ice cold water guy. And I stuff. didn't think anyone even remembered Chair, <laughs> I remember Chair, and I hadn't heard about it in, like, ten years, and I'm delighted to hear about it. <laughs> Well, I've been doing this for a long time, so... <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> what, a decade um, plus now? What are, you ex what are you guys excited about the game? Like, what is, like, oh, man, that you, that you can't wait? Anything that you can talk about? I want to play about? it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we make games that we want to play, and uh, I, I was in a fortunate position that uh, throughout the years I've met a lot of really cool people, so I kind of cherry-picked the team that I wanted. Um, we have, like all the voice actors I wanted for our voices, all the artists I want for our art, uh, musicians, everything. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, Taylor uh, is the environmental artist. He does all the awesome backgrounds that you see, uh, like uh, Sharp Street, Pratt Street. And, the, and we're, we're gonna do crazy things to the background. Like at that one point, the con leaves the earth and it ends up in some crazy anime world. So you'll be like walking through the ruins of the BCC with like looking out the window where you're used to seeing Baltimore and seeing volcanoes in space and crazy things will happen and it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> and I'm excited to see people's reaction to the story and how it actually falls together. And uh, LK Martin from Yu-Gi-Oh! is helping write some very hilarious uh, dialogue and scenarios. Um, and uh, we've got a pretty good story plot going. We've got uh, Christina V and um, Johnny Youngbosch are doing our, our mascots, uh, the male and female Otakon mascot, Hiroko and uh, Hiroshi. 
Um, Kyle Haber is doing a villain, some additional voices, and he's narrating all the levels, which we actually call episodes in the game, just like they're Dragon Ball Z episodes. In the last episode of Crisis Hardball, and it's, it goes I was going to ask how if it was going to have a storyline. Oh yes, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Todd's got a couple characters too. Uh, Todd Habercorn, who's here at the con. Uh, Musician-wise, we've got some of my favorite people, uh, DJ Cutman, uh, we'll do the rave stage. Wouldn't be a con without a rave stage. Um, he, uh, he was one of the DJs here, uh, and we have uh, Inverse Phase, Brendan Becker, chiptune remixing the entire soundtrack that you can unlock and play the whole game 8-bit uh, style um, with a soundtrack. Uh, one of my favorite musicians, Jake Kaufman, a.k.a. Vert from MAGFest, he did uh, most recently Double Dragon Neon. He's working on the music for the Adventure Time video game. He did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Contra on the DS, um, and just a number of awesome, really good games. Shantae's Risky's Revenge. Let's see, we've got, uh, we just recently, and I can't wait for Otakon to finally announce this, uh, we just signed Hiroki Kikuta. He was the um, composer for the old 16-bit Secret of Mana on the Super Nintendo. And yeah, right, right. So yes, uh, and he did, he did, many, he did those, yes. Uh, and so he was always been a favorite composer. He did uh, a little bit of music for Otakon back in the day for one of their opening animations, and I had known him through a friend of mine, uh, Chris, not personally, but through a friend of mine, Chris, um, uh, Chris Ling, who uh, used to work cons, and he translates, and uh, he's like, hey, he's a buddy of mine, we drink, so he uh, managed to bring him out to MAGFest, and we got to hang out, and he saw the art and we, you know, for another game I'd been working on and we chatted and he was like, we should work. And I was like, yes. So when this came out, I was like, remember that time? Yeah, now. And he was cool. He was like, yeah, I dig it. So he's on board now. Um, Robert DeJesus is also doing art. He's doing our character designs, the really cute animated characters. Um, Chris Niozzi and Jason Robinson. I'm going to give you the whole cast and crew right now. <laughs> uh, and uh, a whole bunch of the guys from... Um, the Skullgirls team are, are doing some art and color cleaning animation work with us. Uh, we had, and now I'm going to get sad, we had uh, for our opening cartoons um, Rusty Mills, who was the creator of Animaniacs and Pinky the Brain. Not the creator, that's Steven Spielberg, but he was the animator yeah. and producer. Um, and unfortunately, he really uh, recently passed away over Thanksgiving. So we lost our Rusty. Uh, and uh, there's actually a fundraiser for his family um, that Otakon will be hopefully posting very soon for anybody who is a fan and wants to contribute to his family because they're they're in rough shape. It was it was unexpected. Um, so we're we're working with the same studio and some really great uh, animators to continue to pick that back up and, and get back on track with that, uh, including uh, Jason, one of the guys who animated Mulan, and like they like have a stable of crazy animators that are really cool. Um, my favorite programmer in the world is uh, Miguel Nieves from Dragon's Den Unlimited. He's made tons of really great games, uh, and he's he's the the genius behind the coding, and he makes things happen really really fast, which is great. So, but just like everybody that I want is working on this game. That's really awesome. And I know I'm forgetting people, but <clears throat> so yeah, it's I'm excited to basically put this together, and I'm hoping to just really wow people and see the reactions, and you know, make something that's. You know, people say, "Wow, this is an indie game. This doesn't feel like it," and, and that's that's my goal. And uh, hopefully, we'll we'll make people happy with it. Will we be able to for o anyone attending Otakon? Will there be a panel or get to play it at Otakon? Is there anything going to be special at Otakon? Oh yes, oh yes. It's the 20th anniversary, so uh, we're doing a lot for it. Um, backers who had backed and will back, uh, who, or, or who decide to back for the new Kickstarter, 
we have a, uh, a release party on Thursday night. The entire game room is open to us before anybody else. They give us the entire video game room to just pack with people and have a giant party with uh, as many of the guests and artists and, and crew that we can get out there who can make it. Uh, so it's a chance to kind of hang out, play the game firsthand, and uh, meet the people who worked on the game, your favorite voice actor, artist, musician, or whatever. Um, and then uh, there's even a, another second party afterward where we're, um, uh, the people who actually, like, originally there was a party tier, and uh, we decided, because the backers are awesome, to open it up to all the backers and have a second party for the party tier people that's a little smaller. Um, and uh, that'll be in the hotel suite, like a little after-con party, after-party thing. So there's that. Uh, we'll actually have an actual arcade. Actually, have an actual. We'll have an arcade cabinet, stand-up arcade cabinet uh, with controllers hooked up, so people okay. can play it just like they're in an arcade. Um, and at least one or two places around the con, probably at the Otacon booth. Um, I know last year we had our first little build uh, at the Artist Alley, the game room, and the dealers room uh, for people to play. And I'm sure we'll be doing that again. We'll probably have multiple copies now in the dealer in the game room. And yeah, it, it's just going to be fun. We'll be bringing people from the game who worked on it to the con so we can actually hang out and just, here it is, this is the big release at Otakon and, and just rock it. And it's also the 20th anniversary of Otakon, so there's going to be like amazing, this is the time to go to Otakon. Okay. If you've ever been, if you've never been, this is the year to go to Otakon. Hear that? You've never right. been, you've never go to Otakon. This will be the year to go. <laughs> this will be a crazy year. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this. Sure. This is really awesome. Like I said, this is, for attendees, this is a big deal. Like, if you're a convention, you know, attendee, goer, staffer, whatever, like, they've never done something like this before for an anime convention video game. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, you should talk. I, I've been like, blah, 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 blah. Is there anything you want to put in towards it? Like, what are you excited about? <clears throat> Thank you, backers. <laughs> That's pretty much what we do when we sit down in the hotel room is just like, Thank God, they're so awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess um, just very personally, the thing I'm excited about seeing is, um, and this is going to sound really, you know, artisty, but I mean, you know, before. <clears throat> <laughs> well, this is a very pretty skirt. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, before I begin any given piece, whether it's a piece for the game, whether it's a commission for a client, whether it's a personal piece. I don't know what it's going to look like in the end. I have an idea of what it's going to look like, but I never know exactly. I mean, it, you know, maybe I have an idea of the skeleton or the rough composition, but the end result is always a surprise and always a very beautiful surprise, I think. And while I know that this is going to be absolutely phenomenal, no doubt, I really look forward to just the surprise of like what we actually will be playing in six less months, actually. Um, and I look forward to that. I mean, you know, it's, you, you know it's going to happen. You know it's coming. And there's this anticipation of, gosh, what's it going to be like? You know, how amazing is it going to be? And um, I'm seeing the look on Taylor's face when uh, he sent me the tiles that, uh, for the Sharp Street background, uh, which is one of the recent ones we finished. And they went into the game, and I said, hey, check this out. And I fired up the game, and he actually saw them, like, moving with, like, reflections moving at a different speed than the actual buildings and the parallax backgrounds and the street tiles and everything. He, his, like, face was just like, Whoa. <laughs> That was awesome. I've always been a 2D artist and like to actually see my artwork, like, move yeah. and see little characters walking around, and I kind of went, oh, my gosh, I'm a video game artist. <laughs> like, this is cool. 
You're gonna, I, I'm gonna see when, if, like, you release the game, guys gonna have giant boxes of tissues. You're like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. I have counselors yeah. on hand for us, like, when it's actually done. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited that you guys are, like, so thrilled. With, like, I can see it in your guys and, like, your expressions, your, the way you're talking yes. about how, like, you're so dedicated towards it. It makes me, like, confident that it's gonna be such a good game. We'll do our no best. pressure. No pressure. I'm, I'm excited. Well, and that's yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is I actually don't feel pressure. I just feel, um, gosh, what's the word? Uh, it's a given. Like it's going to happen. And now I just feel excited to be on this vehicle, going towards this destination. Oh, and okay. I can't. I can't wait. We motivate each other every time Bob comes up with a new sprite animation. We're like, yeah, let's do more. And like. We can't wait to do like more animations and more backgrounds and more coding. And every time something new comes up, everybody else is like, "Oh, I want to do more. Let's make the end." Everybody's excited to just like roll this thing forward, and uh, and see the next cool thing and the next cool build. So we kind of all motivate each other that way. So where would the fans be able to access information about the video game? You can find information at crisisheartbrawlers.com. Very simple, uh, just the title .com. Um, or studionasu.com has many links and you can find information there. Um, we also have a Facebook and Twitter account that I post lots of news and pictures and updates to, um, which are again just at studionasu or Facebook forward slash studionasu, facebook.com forward slash studionasu. And Otakon's website also posts news. Like I said, thank you guys so much for taking the time yes, out into talking about it. <laughs> We're really leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Alicia. I'm Taylor Horde. And I'm Dave Lister. 